Welcome to KPL Lit Talks. In today's podcast, it's all about the Nutmeg nominees. I'm Claudette Stockwell, the Library Director. I'm Kim Mather, Teen and Adult Services Librarian. And I'm Kylie Hart, the Marketing and Technology Librarian. I'm so excited to talk about the Nutmeg nominees today. Yay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've only read a couple for this year. Um, That's good, though. But I I figured I'd get a jump on it before the the kids for the summer. Yes, definitely. Because I know especially the high schoolers in our area, that is their recommended reading list for the summer is to read the Nutmegs. Yeah, Yeah, it's always nice to get to read some and, and see what's being put up there. Yeah. So who wants to do like a little tiny history on the Nutmegs? Anybody? Do you want to start with like the dates, Kim? Oh, sure. Okay. You mean like how How, how the timeline works for the year versus Mm -hmm. when it began kind of thing? Okay. So the Nutmeg nominees are announced May 1st for the public to um, be able to choose and read from. And they have from May 1st to April 1st to read all of their chosen titles that they want to read April 1st of the following year. So for currently it's 2023. So May 1st, 2023, these nutmegs were released as titles to be read for a a year, for basically year. for ba- basically one full year. So April, 2024, April 1st, 2024, they can now vote for their favorite of those selected nutmeg books. So they have from April 1st to April 30th to read, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, to vote for the ones that they want to vote for. And then um, May 15th, the winners announced and released to the librarians and um, and we can, you know, give accolades and shout it out and let, it, let our patrons know. Um, and yeah, I think that covers all of it. I mean, us as librarians, we do get a heads up before May 1st so that we can make sure we have copies available and promotional materials mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. Yeah. But that's not for the public. So, And what I think is nice about the Nutmeg nominees is that um, school media specialists and public librarians and students, too, get to serve on the committees as part of that process of yes. trying to figure out who do they think should be a, a nominee. Correct. Which is nice. And I and I like the voting that, you know, they have a voice in, in saying, yes, this is the one that, you know, I think should get a win, you know, a little, a little right. special. Yeah. <laughs> one oh, of my you, goodness. Really? Award. Wow. Yes. <laughs> and one of you has the yes. list of criteria. Do you want to share that? I have the criteria. That? So there are four divisions for the nutmegs. Um, there's the elementary, which is grades two to three. Intermediate, which is grades four to six, middle school, which is grades seven to eight, and high school grades nine to 12. And then so um, for the intermediate, middle school, and high school, um, they must be works of fiction um, that appeal to those certain age groups. They must be um, copyrighted in the United States um, within five years prior, um, including the year of the award. And they have to be currently in print and available in paperback. And they focus on well-written with, um, with strong characterization, vivid settings, striking language, and a well-constructed plot and plausible conclusion. I so, like it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think it's really good that the schools are having these books be the ones that they recommend students to read for the summer for like their 
summer reading projects and that kind of thing. Yes, yes. Yeah. And there's um, 10 on the list of each chosen field as well. So there's plenty to pick from. Plenty I'm sure choose. you can yeah. find something that you would want to read. Mm-hmm. It would be nice to be able to read them all to really have yes. a fair say, but I can't say I have ever done that in all my years. No. Um, but, you know, because like if I read one and I'm like, yeah, that one should be the winner. Mm-hmm. I haven't read the others. It's hard right. to know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think it also depends on like what you like in books because they True. have so many diverse like mm-hmm. options. So. Mm-hmm. I think they give like a, a lot of a lot of options. They for do. You to choose they from. definitely do. And I've only read um, the high school. I've only read two of the high school ones so far. But I'm glad to know I have a full year. Yes. To continue reading them. So once mm-hmm. summer's over and all the kids go back to school, right. then maybe yeah. I can kind right. of scoop up some of the other ones. I need to do some of the middle ones too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I haven't done yeah. those in a long time. It's it's so hard, really, to read everything we want to read. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's not enough time. <laughs> There isn't. Yeah. I don't know where we'll ever find the time for it all. And and then to have assigned reading on top of it, if you have a book club or something, forget it. Forget <laughs> it. Forget it. But yeah. now is the time for people to come in. And I, I really think, yes. you know, parents should read them. I think everybody should read oh, all definitely. these, you know, books. Mm-hmm. I mean, think you about know. it. What great conversations you could have with your child um, whether they be a teen or a, a mm-hmm. middle schooler, it doesn't matter if you're reading the same material and to know what they're reading, right. to know what's out there, you know, that maybe not all the literature is, is appropriate for your family or, um, you know, maybe there's topics that need to be addressed, like the book that I chose to read off the list. Definitely, um, you could really have some Big conversations. Really? What, oh, did, yeah. what did you um, choose to read, Kim? I chose The Bridge by Bill Konigsberg. What I'm is that sure. about? So it's about two teens that meet on the George Washington Bridge, Aaron and Tilly. Um, uh, they're um, looking to jump off the bridge and oh. commit suicide. Oh, yeah. wow. So yeah, Very already dark. you can see yeah. where that's a dark, heavy. Yes. And I'm surprised. Yes. Do you normally read such dark, heavy stuff, Kim? No, no, okay. no, no, no. All right. Yeah. Um, but it was something that I I thought, it's, it's, it's so the way it sounded in the write-up, you know, about them meeting on the bridge and how, um, the, you know, the events just would change your life. I and, and and the way that it talks about them meeting, so I thought, okay, they're going to meet on the bridge. There's going to be a connection. Maybe they end up saving each other. You know, yeah, these are the yeah. things I'm thinking. So I was like, oh, I, I, I could read that. You know, I could mm-hmm. read that. Because, yeah, I know my reading interests are pretty limited. I really like historical fiction, and I don't <laughs> think there was any historical fiction on the list, you know. <laughs> so... So it's anyway, heavy. It, it I will have to definitely heavy. read it. Yeah. There is actually a historical fiction. I'm looking at the list right now. Girls Like Us, set in 1972. So it's a different historical fiction than what you yeah, would typically read. what I typically read. Because, yeah, I do it's like It's hard for really us to old. consider when we were growing up yeah. to be historical fiction, <laughs> exactly. kindly. I mean, yeah. granted, I was still just a little tot, <laughs> just a babe babe in 72. Exactly. But, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, I... I when I'm reading historical fiction, I like it to be much older and I don't, it doesn't have to be war related, but I, I just like it to be about simpler times. And I don't think of 1972 necessarily as simpler times, mm-hmm. you know, I just, well, like when I look at, I feel like I'm getting old when I'm like people today, <laughs> um, 
But so, yes, yeah, so I'm going to say that. I mean, I was only two, but um, yeah. I'm going to still think that it was a simpler time. That's my story, and I'm okay. sticking with that. There we All go. Right. Yeah. I it did was a simpler heavy... time for you because well, of your well, age. Of course, because yeah. I was just taught a lot about. <laughs> <laughs> um, I chose a, a heavy one, too, because I chose Heroin by Mindy McGinnis. Ooh. And definitely, uh, definitely a heavy topic, but yeah. wow, I could not put that book down. Oh, that's awesome. Um, well written so far, because I've only read one other, so mm-hmm. I won't say yet, but I, I definitely, uh, great well written book. I yes. could definitely see it, you know, possibly winning. I mean, I got to read the others. Have you read anything like, else by Mindy McGinnis? Well, what happened is, is once I, I, so this is what's really funny. Cause once I read it and it was so good, I was like, I need to go find more of her books. Oh, okay. That's how much mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah. Yes. Um, That's and wonderful. so then I did start squirreling down and she has a bunch of books. Mm. So I'm just starting to read another one of hers right now. And I had read one and I didn't remember it. Oh, this is awful. So bad. And I was like, oh, this is so like, I feel like I've read this before. And I had, but mm-hmm. I didn't remember it. But I read it all again and, and asked me the title and I already don't remember it. Um, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. But, but, but it was good when you read it. It was good. So, so you're, um, you're just like our patrons. I need to find the book. The cover was blue. I know. And I think mm-hmm. there was a park bench on the cover. <laughs> I can tell you right now, just reading from that other book that I wish I either one. What are the titles? One of them's like out of the dust or sun. I don't know. They're in a drought. There's not a lot of water. So um, she writes heavy duty topics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm liking and- her so far. Good. Um, the one yeah. you read for the Nutmeg nominees, Heroin, I feel like that one's like right up your alley, like Ellen really Hopkins, is. like Crank. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, yeah. It really, you love that one, so I feel I like really this did. one's perfect. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I spiraled right down with her, and, and it's, to me, that's amazing when an author can, I mean, I'm not a drug addict, you know? Yeah. And like for an author to be able to get you to feel that. Mm-hmm. that urge, that need that like you can get right with the character and understand exactly what's happening. Yeah. Um, well done. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. And just how simple it happens from like a sports injury mm-hmm. to how mm-hmm. you just start delving down um, and just the pressure of trying to be the perfect child um, and not wanting to let down her teammates and, you know, her family it sounds yeah. like another good talking point with your kids as yes. well. You know, read yes, the book and now exactly. you've got a jumping off or a good conversation about this. Right. And exactly that, you know, no one saw it. Finally, your friends start to figure out something's mm-hmm. not quite right. And I think the her father's new wife or new girlfriend um, recognizes mm-hmm. that something's wrong with her. Um you know, but how it's easy to miss it too in your sure, child. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I read Heartstopper Volume One. Um, so this one I read actually a while ago, so I haven't reread it um recently. But um that one's about Charlie Spring and Nick Nelson, and they are in school and they're like forced to sit next to each other um for a class, and that's when they meet and they start to become friends. And then it's actually they might start leading into more than friends. And, and is this kind of a fiction or the graphic novel? Um, so it's it's a graphic novel. Yes. So it's really that's so, what I like, thought. Have right. they ever had graphic novels on the list before, Kim? Have you known? Yes. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. That's could, really good. Could it have been Baby Mouse at one point? At some point Ooh, down the, the I'm, road? 
I'm not recalling if okay. Baby Mouse I was or like not. I feel like Baby Mouse might it, have been at some point. It may have been. I, I can't recall, but yeah. yeah. I think it's a great option to have um, graphic novels on the Nutmeg Yes, I have to read list. Heartstopper. It's, it's so, so good. It's, it's, it's just like so it. like heartwarming, yeah. but it also does deal with like darker topics like mental mm-hmm. health and that mm-hmm. kind of thing because Charlie deals with um, like depression um, and that kind of thing. So, yeah, you, you know, like coming out in school and getting right. bullied what and that, that kind of what thing. What that looks so. like. Yeah. All great conversations yeah. mm-hmm. to have with your, your teenager. Yeah. Yeah, and definitely. It seems like there's that theme is, is, you know, throughout a lot of books so mm-hmm. that I think it's something that really needs to be addressed and talked to because right. people don't realize how, you know, how much it's happening. I mean, it was like every character in the book I was reading seemed to be dealing with it in some way. Yeah. And I think books are a great bridge for that because Mm -hmm. maybe you're not comfortable as a parent discussing it, but you could, you know, you could do it on the side by being like, yeah, I'm going to read this too. And then, Mm -hmm. oh, hey, what did you think about the book? And yeah, it helps to start the it helps that conversation. Exactly. Right. And and yeah. maybe a good way to start it is, hey, let's let's do like this joint Struggling. book club. We're going to read the nutmegs. I know you're you have been assigned them for school, but let's make a game of it and we'll both read them together and we'll have, a yeah. you know, a yeah. little get together and talk about them after. And a lot of these I've noticed are are turning into either Netflix series or, you know, mm-hmm. like a movie. So, yeah, I'm all about like, you know, read the book, then see the movie. <laughs> yeah, Heart, Heart Stopper is one of one exactly. that comes to mind yeah. specifically. You know, I know a lot yeah. of the teens are really into. Well, not even just the teens. You right. know, we have staff member here that you very know staff members it. that mm-hmm. are very interested in reading, uh, watching the show. Then they had to read the books right. because mm-hmm. they saw the show. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Um, have you read any others? Um, another one I did read, um, Today, Tonight, Tomorrow by Rachel Lynn Solomon. I read that oh, one too. Yeah, because yeah, yes. I like her. Yes, yeah. I've read some of her other yeah. ones, um, most of her other ones, actually. <laughs> I, I really like her as an author. Yeah, I, I like her as an um, author, She too, does adult so. romance as well. And I haven't read she does her adult. young adult. Mm. Uh-huh. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so what did you think of that one? I really liked it. So this was um, like a high school, like, rivals, um, and then they have to, like, get together and, like, team up for this, like, competition that the school right has. Right at the end before they graduate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, and I just thought it was really good. I loved their, their relationship and like how like her relationships with her friends in school and that kind of thing. Um, I really liked it. Yeah. What yeah. Did you think and about how it? Um, I liked it, too. I thought it was um, interesting how they both saw each other very differently, mm. like throughout, because yeah. it, it's mm-hmm. sort of like like Kylie was saying, they're sort of like, you know, is it going to who's going to be the valedictorian? And like, you know, it yeah, they sort of were constantly challenging each other to kind of, mm-hmm. you know, like who's going to who's going to make it to the end. And, you know, where she's sitting there and kind of seeing him as like the nemesis. And, mm-hmm. you know, he saw her as like, you know, that helped him push himself to keep being like a better student. Um, just an interesting take. I love when I can see two sides of a story. Yeah. yeah. So I, I love that kind of, mm-hmm. you know, or how she didn't see, like she was so into like, she was into him and never even knew she really was. Yeah. Right? And her friends could see it they could because pick up on it right, they could pick mm-hmm. up on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't want to give the ending away, but sure. Yeah. You know, you can see the writing on the wall kind of, mm-hmm. I think even in the, the cover, 
how they start off and they're like so separated, but oh, then by the end down. they like, you know, mm-hmm. now they're finally going to sit together. Cause mm-hmm. yeah, you know, they're not going to stay enemies. No. Yeah. yeah. And I really liked, um, so I read this when I was flying from Seattle to Boston, um, like oh, wow. on the flight. Yeah. Okay. And, um, it's actually, I think the book take place, t- takes place in Seattle. Um, and so oh. it like shows like they have to do like a scavenger hunt basically yeah. all around the town. So you got to like hear about all like the landmarks and different things. Mm-hmm. So I like thought that, that was really cool to read yeah. about. Yeah. yeah. I like the whole idea behind it too. Mm-hmm. Like it's something that you could replicate. Obviously we do scavenger hunts here. So mm-hmm. yeah. I could, you know, that's yeah. relatable being able to have to do those things and, you know, they end up teaming up together to try to beat their other classmates. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where, you know, that conversation really starts to open up between them. Yeah. 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 I haven't read any of the others yet. Have you? I have not read any other ones. Um, There are some that are interesting. Um, Have you, do you find any of the other ones interesting, Kim? Well, I was going to pick up today, tonight and tomorrow, but I thought that, Claudette had said she was going to read that one, so I wanted to choose something different. So, oh, okay. Yeah. And, and, and a girl just came yesterday and checked it out, so it's not available right oh, now because okay. I just ran and got it for her. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm not exactly sure. Um, how Moon Fuentes fell in love with the universe? That sounded pretty good too. Um, but mm. yeah, what what's that one about, Kim? Um, it is by Rachel Vasquez Gillian. I'm not sure if I'm. Pronouncing her name right or not. But uh, Moon Fuentes lives in the background of her life and in the shadow of her sister, a social media star. Mm. On the summer bus tour with beautiful influences, Moon uses her photography skills to capture her sister's cultivated image and sells merch with sullen but super handsome Santiago. Accepting the good and bad in relationships with her family Santiago and herself, Moon, discovers she is the center of her universe. Mm, so it just sounded like that would be kind of good. So yeah. I, I almost picked that one up too. Okay. That one How about you? Um, I am interested in a couple. So Girls Like Us, that was one that I was looking into. That's the historical fiction, 1972. Yep. Yep. Um, but it's for teenage girls, like different perspectives, and um, it's dealing with unplanned pregnancies and that kind of thing so that's a very like that's another heavy duty i'm a little worried about reading that one and like so i don't know if i would be able to handle that um reading that at the moment yeah um it's it seems like it'll be uh like it's a important read but very like challenging yeah a lot of the topics are very heavy aren't they yeah but i feel like you know i looked at them and i'm like oh we just want a simple quick read well today tonight tomorrow would be perfect for you yeah i think it's in heart stopper too yeah it's Mm, got topics but they're not super heavy um but i think another one that is right up my alley uh is three things i know are true by betty cully yeah so just it says liv's brother jonah accidentally shot himself with his best friend's father's gun. Oh. Now his mm. 24-7 medical needs and ugly lawsuit threaten to dominate their lives. Mm. That's, yeah. Like, you got a little political, like, thriller yes. thing going on there. Like, yeah, I think that's definitely one I'm going to have to check out. Mm-hmm. That speaks to the darkness inside my soul. Yeah. <laughs> they have um, a fantasy on here, Ray Bearer by Jordan Ifwaco. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong, but... Um, I'm going to pronounce the character's name wrong too, but 
Terese, I'm thinking, um, has been raised in isolation by her absent mother, known as the Lady. Terese has finally come of age and is sent to the capital to compete to be one of the Crown Prince's Council of Eleven. If chosen, she'll join the others through the Ray, a bond stronger than blood. This closeness is all Terese has ever wanted, but the Lady has other plans, including a magical wish that Terese is compelled to obey, gain the Prince's trust, and kill him. Oh. That one sounds very interesting. That was one on, on my radar that I want to mm-hmm. possibly read. Yeah. Kind of like I love the selection by Kiara Cass and that kind of gives too. me that vibes a I little know. bit. Yeah. Like the competition wise, like going to the palace, like that kind of thing. Um, but definitely like darker and more like deadly. <laughs> exactly. And speaking of the selection, I, f- I feel like, is it possible that they're turning that into? I think they've, they've been trying. They've okay. been trying. They're just not succeeding. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. That would be a really nice movie. I would love to watch that. Me too, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So for all my darkness, I love the happy, the Mm -hmm. happiness too. Well, you need a little bit of uh, variety there. Yeah. I've been- (laughs) Can't all be dark and I've been branching out. I've been reading some very good feel feel good books lately. Yeah. A lot of summer reads this year for me. Good. It's happening. It's summer. I'm reading summer reads. (laughs) We'll have to save that for a different conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anything else? Yeah. Another one. um, The Firekeeper's Daughter by Angeline Bully. Um, That one, I think it was a Reese's YA pick. Oh, was it? Okay. That makes me kind of want to read it a little bit more. I'm just like, I've I've seen the cover and the cover is beautiful. Um, But Donis Fontaine, a biracial 18-year-old, has never felt... Like she fits in with her Ajabwi or white heritage. Her dreams of going to college take a turn when several tragedies strike her family and the town. Mm. Donis is pulled into the complex, high stakes investigation, and she soon realizes nothing she has known is what it appears. I believe there's a sequel too that's coming I think out. So. Really? Yeah, yeah I, I'm pretty sure I have that in my book order list. Okay. Um, yeah, so. And I like getting on books when just when that's happening because right? obviously I forget in like a minute. Sure. <laughs> exactly. So like if I can find something that's very close, I can be like, okay, I won't actually forget what happened. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hear you there. <laughs> that's funny. Um, I think there's one more that we haven't talked about um, in The Wild Light by Jeff Zenter. Um, this one, it's, would you leave the only place you've ever known and the people who love you to follow a dream? Cash and Delaney take a chance and leave rural Tennessee for an elite prep school in Connecticut, Ooh, where their uh-huh. bond of friendship is more important than ever. I like stuff so, like that. I like when I can relate you know? to, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. I mean, not the elite prep school, but they're well, in Connecticut. Well, so, right. it could be at yeah. Marianapolis, yeah. hello, or Pomfort, right? Sure, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we could be driving by them right now on our way home. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, do, I do enjoy reading about things that, you know, you can connect with like that, like Connecticut yeah, or you're right. reading about Cape Cod yeah. or somewhere you've been. And it's just like yeah. kind of like you yep, being Seattle in Seattle. And, mm-hmm. Right. You can and, try to yeah. put it all together. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if they when they were uh, choosing these books, if they if that's why they did it. Yeah. Hmm. I'll have to check out the author yeah. and see where the author's from. If that, you know, was some mm-hmm. connection for them. Exactly. Because every time I read yeah. something where it's like somewhat close, I'm like, mm hmm. 
Right, exactly. Like, yeah, how close why are did they? they? Choose why Connecticut? Did they choose? How random. Yeah. Right? yeah, I always, yeah, I always <laughs> find it so interesting in Connecticut, like other people's views of Connecticut. Right. Because like, mm-hmm. they said rural Tennessee, like that's what they're leaving, and they go to the elite prep school in Connecticut. Right. But like, we're in the part of Connecticut that is very rural, you know? Right. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, definitely. <laughs> but they exist. There's so sure. many of them in Connecticut. Oh, so. sure. Yeah. 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 I think a lot of people can think of like Hartford and New Haven when they think mm-hmm. about Connecticut. Like true Yale and right. all that stuff. So. Exactly. But there there yeah. is the rural part where we are. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And I'm sure there's, you know, I mean, we're not familiar with all the schools, but you know, true. Greenwich probably has some elite oh, you know, I'm sure prep they school do. or exactly. whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. So yes. could be taking place down there, which is right on the outskirts of New York City. So maybe not very rural. <laughs> yeah. And I'm fascinated with New York, so I like reading books that have that as a yeah. um, like a backdrop too because I feel like I get to know a little bit about the city sometimes mm-hmm. in that way. Yeah, yeah, yes. Like the bridge that I was reading, they, exactly. You know, they were talking about Hell's Kitchen and the subway and oh, see, you know George Washington Bridge. Yeah, and, you know, just stuff like that. That's, so that's awesome. Yeah. I've got definitely some ones I have to read now that we've talked yeah. about this. Yeah, because I didn't even like because um, you know people can't see, but obviously you're looking at the sheet of the Nutmeg nominees. But mm-hmm. I just went to YA and I was just like, which one of these looks like I might want to read it, right? Right, like, right. Without mm-hmm. actually reading or knowing anything about them. So, so did you pick it based on the cover, well, or did ha- you actually read the jacket? Well, for heroin. It was just the subject. Like okay. instantly I was like, yes, yeah. because I like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is totally up my alley. Um, and then because of Rachel Solomon, I already have read her and liked her. So I was like, there you go. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Without like just. Just you know, done and done. Just done and done. But now <laughs> I'm like, okay, there's at least a few more. I got to like go scoop up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already looking forward to next year's. You know, it's like. I know. Oh, it's so fun right? to see all the different nominees. But yeah. yeah. So these are all the 2024 Nutmeg nominees. Um, and so you can read them all year yeah, and all then year. vote on them next April. Is That's that right, right. Kim? So yep, there's April no excuses for us. How do they vote? They can vote at their school. They can vote at the library. Um, so yeah, they're, actually one of these papers so talks we'll have, about it. So we'll be able to vote here at our they, library? They can, certainly. Yep. Very good. Very nice. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Catch you later. Bye.